Vietnam is forecasted to be one of the fastest growing economies in Southeast Asia and the world. To understand the dynamics behind Vietnam's miracle growth, Vietcetra's CEO, Hao Tran, meets with business leaders every week to discuss the country's future growth prospects. We also learn how they build and manage teams and why they think innovation will be key to Vietnam's role in the world order. Pizza for Peas is one of Vietnam's most beloved food and beverage brands. Aside from dishing out what I consider the best pizza experience in the world, and yes, I know that's an ambitious statement, Pizza for Peas is also on a mission to deliver happiness. Today, Pizza for Peas is a nearly 10-year venture that encompasses 25 restaurants, an in-house farming operation in Dalat, the agricultural hub of Vietnam, and a distribution company helping to send out some of the country's best cheese. At a larger scale, the two married Japanese co-founders, Yusuke and Sane Masuko, are also seeking to drive the Japanese and Italian-inspired brand to new, unpreviously scaled heights for the Vietnamese food and beverage industry. You're listening to another episode of Vietnam Innovators with me, your host, Hao Tran. Beyond being a much-loved brand with steady cash flows, Pizza for Peas also recently took in an investment from private equity investor Mekong Capital to accelerate its international expansion and digital transformation efforts. Today, 4Ps is pushing a recruitment drive that includes hiring a chief innovation officer. Kelly Tran, a tech executive born and raised in Vietnam, made her name at US-based tech incubator Appable and is now in charge of building a tech-enabled team seeking to inject a new mindset with innovation at its core. Here now is Kelly, who shares with us Pizza Over Peas' approach to innovation, how a food and beverage brand approaches technology and data, and how she sees digital transformation becoming a key driver for growth for traditional businesses and industries in Vietnam. But before we begin, we'd also like to extend a big thanks to our sponsors, health tech startup GeoHealth. GeoHealth is known for their innovative products and services to improve the healthcare system in Vietnam. Drop by a visit to one of their new smart clinics at M Plaza in Ho Chi Minh City for the latest, or download their mobile apps on the App Store or Google Play for more. Good morning, everybody. Uh, welcome to Vietcetra's radio room again for this week's episode of the Vietnam Innovator series. Uh, this is our first episode, actually, that we're recording to start off the new year. So happy new year to you guys as well. Mm. Um, today, we're welcoming Kelly Tran of the very much loved brand Pizza for Peas. Uh, they serve what I call some of the world's best pizza. I know that's a very ambitious statement and I'll explain or actually Kelly will explain more later. Um, Kelly Tran, our guest today, she's the chief technology officer and chief innovation officer of Pizza for Peas. Um, you might be asking, how does tech and innovation work in food and beverage? Well, we'll hear from Kelly herself, who's leading that initiative at Pizza for Peas. Um, Kelly, welcome to Vietcetra's Radio Room this morning. Yes. Super excited to have you again here today. Um, we'd love for you to kind of just kick off for intro who you are, what you're doing at Pizza for Peas, and what does innovation and technology mean <laughs> for this brand? Yes, yeah. yes. Thank you for having me. Really excited to to share some mm-hmm. of what we're doing at Pizza for Peace with everyone. Uh, 
fan of the podcast, yes. right? Yes, yeah. I'm a big fan of podcasts too. Yeah. So really excited to see more of this movement mm -hmm. in in Vietnam. Good, very Great. innovative yes. as well. Yeah, you're <laughs> yes. one of our first ten I think, guests on the show. So, <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, and the previous speakers were all very awesome. Very good. Yes, so uh, I'm Kelly Tran. Mm -hmm. uh, I was born and raised in Vietnam. Mm -hmm. uh, so after I graduated from uh, high school in Vietnam, I moved to the U.S. Uh, to study, continue studying computer science. Mm -hmm. So I've been studying computer. Science science all my life. I never wanted to do anything else wow. but computer science. Mm -hmm. So uh, so I continued to pursue that path in mm -hmm. the U.S. I uh, graduated uh, with uh, uh, both a bachelor and master degree in computer science. Mm -hmm. uh, have done uh, from the University of Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. uh, then I went on and did uh, several studies with UT Austin, Harvard, MIT. Uh, really cool stuff. Yeah. Uh, yes. More so, on the academic side or yeah, uh, you started off as an academic? Story. Okay. But yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. yeah, so uh, I actually taught mm -hmm. at Harvard for mm -hmm. a year, oh. and the uh, the, um, the the task at hand at that time was uh, how do Harvard get some of their get their MBA students into tech industry, mm -hmm. and the answer to that was product management. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so how can MBA students become product managers yeah. of some of the world's most innovative products? Uh -huh. Uh, at that time, and uh, so they started this whole track called uh, Product Management 101, and mm -hmm. I was one of the instructors. Uh, I was one of the instructors and worked with uh, Harvard Innovation Lab and Harvard Business School, started eight different companies. Mm -hmm. And so my students back then are now product managers of some of the, the top companies. companies. Yes, and, including wow. Google X. So okay. oh, wow. <laughs> we're super proud of them. But yeah, so like back to mm -hmm. the story. Uh, so I uh, I was, like I said, was in the tech industry for many years. Uh, I started many companies too. Uh, sold three of the companies I started. Mm -hmm. And uh, all of those companies were, the product were built for overseas market mm -hmm. like US, uh, Korea, Singapore. And the name of the incubator, I guess, is called Appable. Is Appable, that right? yes, and yes. Does it still exist? Is it still operating? Um, Appable right now mm -hmm. is uh, on the way to exit mm -hmm. two of its last products. Okay. Yes, so uh, um, by the time that I was, you know, I've been at Appable probably for over 12 years mm. now. And uh, so I've, I kind of feel like I'm ready for another adventure. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's, there's a lot of reasons behind it. But mm -hmm. one of my big passion is like after building sort of B2C, B2B product, I'm wondering if how I can apply my tech know-how mm -hmm. in the field of uh, something more of an emerging you know, technology mm -hmm. concept. Mm -hmm. And as you all know, mm -hmm. uh, making the world smile for peace yes. and how to deliver uh, access to inner peace and would trigger compassionate acts and uh, deliver lifelong happiness mm -hmm. to the world at, la at large. Mm -hmm. I think technology has a big role mm -hmm. in delivering that. And it's super ambitious. This is a thing that you see Google X is after mm. or the Gates Foundation is after, you know, uh, uh, the Zuckerberg Foundation is after. And mm. and that is sort of the direction that uh, where I want to go yeah. uh, for the next 10 years of my tech career. Yeah, that's so that's great. why. And uh, it's another reason uh, as well is because, you know, I'm from Vietnam, was born and raised here. Mm. Uh, obviously, this is an 
exciting economy, and mm-hmm. I I kind of want to find you know my own success story mm-hmm. here and contribute uh, to the overall development a of the country. Story in a way. Yes, and, yes. So, okay. uh, so I think it's all just work out perfectly. You mm-hmm. know, as I toward the end of the Apple Bowl journey, and there's a big big problem that the company that is built here for this market is after and mm-hmm. is exciting enough and mm-hmm. I know technology has to play a big role in all of that so I decided to join Pizza yeah. for Peace. So as a, <laughs> as a career technologist and you know you're constantly innovating across so many different industries yeah um, was it more of the industry of food and beverage that appealed to you the mission of Fort Peas like what really brought you to four P's of all companies? Because I'm yeah. sure with some of your experience, you could be really be working anywhere. Yes. Um, what uh, really drove you to to this brand? I love food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, in all of my years building companies and, you know, Silicon mm-hmm. Valley is actually all about food. Yeah, so yeah. I always uh, believe that there will be mm-hmm. a day that I find myself in the F&B industry. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think it's, well, for me, it's definitely the vision and mission of four P's mm-hmm. is what uh, attracts me, what, you know, keep me up at night like yeah. I have to come work for four piece yeah. <laughs> yes yeah. Uh, so so uh, so that was the reason I joy and then mm-hmm. you know uh, shortly after I joy obviously mm-hmm. uh, the pandemic happened mm-hmm. and really you know uh, um, there's so many studies now that talk about mm-hmm. how the just in the last uh, seven months mm-hmm. of uh, 2020 uh, the war actually accelerates their velocity of innovation something like more than the last 10 years combined mm. you know would, so would you say you you feel like you've accomplished more than you expected since yeah. you started four ps would you say yes yeah, yes yeah, yeah. i think we were you know we were a team of one mm. yeah and we were tasked with something uh-huh. that uh four ps uh tried for almost mm. 10 years mm-hmm. but could not uh build mm. uh was it in a lack of leadership, it seems, months. or like an understanding of how tech could be integrated into F&B? I mean, obviously, um, that's where your role kind of comes in yes, thinking yes. fresh perspective. But, I think that, yeah. uh, you know, I think if you are in tech in Vietnam, mm. uh, everyone across, you know, whether it's you are tech first company or non-tech uh, first company, everyone will tell you about this thing called the product mindset. Mm. <laughs> you know, uh, so as a, you know, we, we have amazingly talented people, we have really amazing engineers, but um, our society has been more of an outsourcing culture, mm. a product culture, like building product and uh, technology product is not something that Vietnam uh, engineers are mm. exposed to. And then on top of that, like once you have the product, how do you make it super scalable mm. uh, and sustainable uh, to in order to identify other new uh, uh, growth opportunity for yeah, the yeah. product? That's just like another, you know, like... I feel the same way. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I- I've looked at... My co-founder used to own one of the biggest outsourcing companies in Vietnam, actually yeah. called Pico, Pico, oh. Pyramid Consultant. I see. And um, so I've learned from him as well. Yes. Um, But from my experience, and it's obviously progressed so much more since the last, let's say, decade even. Yes. But Vietnam has historically been such a great outsourcing country. Mm. So like the hard technical skills like coding, for example, are are very available and, mm. and very at a high level compared mm. to maybe the rest of the region. Yeah. But historically, they've always had to build products for other companies or yeah. other countries even. Yeah. So, but now that the market's 
uh, I guess, mature enough. They're yeah. developing products for Vietnamese people. Yes. And so I guess that's where people like you come in. And yeah. you've obviously built um, a lot of products overseas mm. and elsewhere before other yeah. industries. Yeah. And and I'm, I'm sure 4Ps is one of them. Or food and beverage is just begging for innovation and yeah. disruption, digital transformation. But that's not uh, just in Vietnam, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. That's everywhere. So you asked yeah. earlier, like... Was it just a lack of leadership or, mm-hmm. you know, like know-how and things mm-hmm. like that? I, I don't think that's actually the problem. Mm-hmm. The problem, going back to the product mindset, like I said, like mm-hmm. how do you envision a product, a technology innovation product mm-hmm. for F&B market? I mean, how many F&B companies in the world actually mm-hmm. innovate, right? Mm-hmm. Like you you might hear of Domino's, you might hear of Blue Bottle, Coffee, uh, Starbucks, mm-hmm. you know, very few. Mm-hmm. So... For a Vietnam F&B company to mm-hmm. innovate, there's actually mm-hmm. very few playbook out there mm-hmm. that sort of guide the way. And then on top of that is finding the talent to actually kind of look at what the market opportunities mm-hmm. is, mm-hmm. frame it into a product and actually mm-hmm. execute that. Mm-hmm. So that is, you know, those are the two main reasons I think that uh, there's just not a lot of people doing it. And then once you know what to do, then it's all about execution. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how about the team at 4Ps? You mentioned it, it was just one person mm. and that person was you? Or <laughs> yes, was, yes. And how big, how big is the team now? I mean, looking back at the last year, yeah, you guys so have launched so many products. Like, give us amazing, a Amazing. Kind of, uh, so a many. The, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. many products. So, uh-huh. you know, F&B, when you hear of F&B, mm-hmm. you hear of this IT guy, mm-hmm. you know, sitting in the corner, uh, making sure all the mm-hmm. camera is working, mm-hmm. the POS is working, mm-hmm. Wi-Fi is working. And so that's sort of the, the team that I have. Okay. <laughs> Yes, and then pandemic happened. You know, it hit F and B the hardest. Mm. So uh, we have to go through some, uh, you know, uh, cash reserving strategy yeah. and things like that. So obviously, it affect a lot of people. You know, uh, feeling and um, most of my IT team members also left the company. Luckily, mm. now they rejoice. So, uh, but but yeah. So literally, it was just me, and then I have to kind of reach into my network because mm. you know to to really hire top talent mm-hmm. because you know the task at hand is how do we innovate mm-hmm. uh, to sort of replace uh, or to to come up with a new revenue stream that is something that 4 has never done before mm-hmm. in all of nine years mm-hmm. in assistance, right? 4 has never done delivery. delivery. Right, okay. 4 has never done mm-hmm. delivery, you mm-hmm. know? And now we have 25 plus restaurants. Mm-hmm. The operation tech behind it, not just delivery on the front end, mm-hmm. e-commerce is one thing, mm-hmm. but operational tech back end. Mm-hmm. And then integration with the last mile guy, mm-hmm. the POS guy, the e-invoice guy, mm-hmm. all of that, you know, like all of that you have to do yeah. and you have to do it not in a matter of even weeks. Mm-hmm. You have to do, you have to count by the hours. Mm-hmm. Like our innovation velocity was like 12 hours. Wow. What that means is we push out something to the market. Mm-hmm. We getting, we, we engineer this feedback loop, not just for our external customers, but our operation partners, our employees, our customers too, because they have to use all this technology to figure out how to get the pizza Mm -hmm. to the home of Mm -hmm. our customers. Mm -hmm. So we have to engineer this feedback loop that allow us to engineer something new Mm -hmm. like as quickly as like 12 hours. You know, and we've done, we did that for like 
several months before mm-hmm. our sort of innovation velocity was slowed out to like maybe every week, mm-hmm. one to two weeks. Mm-hmm. And that's still very fast mm-hmm. for, you know, any innovation culture. Yeah. So delivery was obviously, it kind of was spurred on by COVID having to increase revenues and mm-hmm. that was the natural one. And for those of you that don't know Pizza for Peas, you might be wondering like pizza, it's meant for delivery. Why, yes. why had Four Peas never done it before? Maybe a little background mm-hmm. into the product itself, why delivery was never really a thing for four Ps. And now that it's been done, what are some learnings you've had from a functional point of view? And is that something you guys want to continue expanding? Yes, well? yes. So uh, so I think that, you know, for everyone who's loved the Pizza 4 Ps brand, it's all about uh, the dine-in experience, mm. right? So even at 4 Ps, we don't call like that business unit so much like delivery, even mm. though that's a, you know, the quick go-to word. Mm. But we have to think about what is the at-home experience mm-hmm. like for our customer at home, not mm-hmm. just about getting a pizza into the oven and package it in the boxes and then get it to the delivery person and then get it to the home of our customers. But mm-hmm. every little touch points in between, you know, like what is we we have mm-hmm. to ask ourselves a re- really tough questions that what is the at home experience that we want for our customer? Mm-hmm. And that's why the technology decisions behind it have to involve very uh, fast iterative feedback loop you know so I think you guys have heard about this before but on a daily average we receive over 15,000 pieces of feedback wow. uh, from our customers from across all business lines and yeah, I noticed when you do your bill now they, you guys have like a smartphone device where people kind of give an yes. NPS score yes and, all that and stuff. as soon yeah. as you know the pizza is delivered mm-hmm. our customer will receive a text message mm-hmm. to uh, you know provide us with ah, feedback but then yes. there's so many other ways that we get feedback too that we will mm-hmm. engineer in the future so that uh, the feedback or the questions uh, become more relevant Mm. to the customers. So this is all because, you know, the AI behind it. So how do we know what customer actually spend money on and asking them questions about their food and their experience that is not the same across, you know, Mm -hmm. thousands and tens of thousands of our customers, but the Mm -hmm. questions are much more relevant so that our customers are more likely to to talk to us. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, With delivery, you know, I think that's something that we will continue doing. Mm -hmm. Like, so when you look at like Domino's or Pizza Hut, you know, Mm -hmm. delivery is a big part of their business. And uh, we still have the potential to quadruple the delivery business. So Mm -hmm. obviously we will continue to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but delivery means for us is not just about you know uh, the technology that has operated this whole thing end to end front uh, of the house to back of the house all operated by technology um, but more than that is about the product like what product is more suitable for delivery and mm-hmm. I'm not talking about you know what what stay hot whenever you mm-hmm. get it to the home of the customer but we get it down to the level even like the battery in mm-hmm. each of our heat box wow. is engineered by us mm-hmm. to keep the food like in the perfect condition that mm-hmm. we you know we uh, we we aim to deliver that type of quality, mm-hmm. and then you know from sustainability effort, like how do we track our uh, waste, mm-hmm. you know from the boxes to all you know all the packaging, and then the feedback loops, you know like how do we asking more relevant questions, so our mm-hmm. customer continue to help us. Uh, 
build a better delivery service for yeah, them. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And you, you said you guys are starting at a at a level where you can quadruple your kind of delivery business over a certain That's what period we want. of time. That's what you want. Yes. <laughs> so maybe you can share more about where you are now. Like over the last nine months, how quickly has that business accelerated? And where are you now? Are there some exciting numbers you could share? Maybe like you're one of the bigger e-commerce companies. Maybe you can share some insights. You know, so I, you know, uh, the four-piece brand, everyone know, has been one that's very authentic Mm. and, um, you know, loved because of its product and service. Mm -hmm. So uh, thanks to all those years Mm -hmm. of hard work, when Mm -hmm. we launched delivery and we launched uh, this whole uh, technology platform for delivery within three weeks mm. of when you know was the it pandemic. just you writing the code or did you have no, a team? No, I had to reach out to you my network, okay, okay. you know, and kind of gather people wow. up, you know, and you know, I I remember at the time we were reading some uh-huh. uh, some uh, some news about how Tiki moved their entire infrastructure to Google, Google Cloud, Cloud right. in yeah. twenty four days, uh-huh. and we did that in seven days. Yeah, yeah. Wow. so uh, our you know uh-huh. we. Uh, it's been probably around eight months now. So you guys don't even use a like a, a system off the shelf. You actually built your own yeah, delivery. Yeah, we built thing. it from scratch. Wow. Yes. Okay. Yeah, we have. Have you like ever I built said, a delivery system yourself? Like, I mean, you had an idea about how the components worked, I guess. But yes. Like, yes. Okay. I mean, I built many very large scale uh, e-commerce system and uh, online education system. So uh, the basic components, uh, architecture, infrastructure, all that thing is kind of the same. Mm. But what you really have to figure out, like I said, is uh, in tech, we have this term called product market fit. Mm-hmm. So the product market fit here is not just about our external customers, but mm. also about our internal partners, mm. because uh, uh, I'm sure you guys have heard this, but at Four Piece, we actually prioritize uh, partner happiness. Mm. So our partner happiness uh, and the services that each department provide each other right. has to be the number one priority. Mm. Uh, that's the only way that to that ensure love. the final delivery of yes, the customer. Yes, uh, yeah, can really even if the translate guy to the customer. Is not happy. Yes. And he gives a bad experience to the customer. That's like yeah. the, one of And, yeah. you know, that is something that mm-hmm. may be easy to say, but really to get each of the, the those journeys, customer mm-hmm. journey right, is a lot of, you know, uh, mm-hmm. things that are very uniquely for peace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why we have to engineer all those relationships. Mm-hmm. Every touch point is mm-hmm. a connection. And, you know, like we joke about this, but our mm-hmm. product, in, internally, we joke about this. One of our core values, Omotenashi. Uh, and so, but internally, we operate mm-hmm. on something called integrated Omotenashi, mm-hmm. which is, uh, you know, how do we provide that world-class service, hospitality, mm-hmm. not to just do our customer, but everyone mm-hmm. that is, you know, a part of that journey. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, so yeah, so we launched, it's been what, eight months now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, we, uh, you know, we our, the revenue hit above thirty billion mm. already. Uh, we have uh, delivered uh, over sixty thousand orders. Mm. Uh, and uh, is that, is that revenue growing, or did you, you obviously saw a spike during COVID? But yes. is, is it remaining stable? Is it growing every month? Yes, and, it's yeah. growing every month. Okay. Yes, and uh, um, and then uh, I think mm. some. 30,000 unique customers. Mm. Yeah, so uh, 
very exciting numbers yeah. for a young uh, new business line. And yeah. how, how does that stack up uh, in Vietnam, like amongst food delivery companies? You know, a lot of these like Grab and Bayman and, yes. and Gojek, they must be looking yeah. at those numbers. Some and, of the old yeah. numbers I have about Vietnamese e-commerce market mm-hmm. would put us in the top 10 e-commerce in wow. Vietnam. Yes. So we're talking like there's Tiki, I'm sure, Shopee, Lazada at the very top. And yes. Then, uh, does does that include like the likes of Grab and stuff too? Uh, not not Grab. Not Grab. Yeah, okay. I would call Grab in a different market, like right. a oh, mar- more you guys, marketplace. That's more of a mobile marketplace. Yeah. You guys are yes. a website, I guess. Yeah, direct yeah. to consumer, right? right. right. Oh, yes, okay, okay. yeah. So oh. really exciting. exciting. And like I said, we uh-huh. have a potential to quadruple the business, mm-hmm. and so we very focused on. Mm-hmm. And again, it's all about those feedback cycle mm-hmm. right so mm-hmm. we really believe that uh we have engineering mm-hmm. uh, we have engineer feedback cycle that mm-hmm. will help us really get the right product to the the hands of the customer and yeah, will yeah. increase our uh business size oh fantastic yeah so i mean aside from delivery you know we've we've obviously that's been a, a dominating co- topic of conversation yeah. across the whole you know end-to-end experience what else does innovation mean for you as the the cto cio at pizza for peace yeah. what are there, products can we get excited about yeah. in the coming year? Yes. Yeah. So uh, just mm-hmm. in the last week, I have a couple of people reach out to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, so this is a thing about uh, product or tech people. Yeah, they love to hear from the, the customers, you know, and I think that's really something that is unique at uh, 4P's uh, tech, co- um, the culture of our 4P's technology team, that's we love spending time and talking to our customers, people mm. who use our products that give us inspiration uh, for future digital products of, uh, mm. of the company. So recently we launched uh, the e-invoice mm. uh, product. Oh, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And, you know. Much needed. Yeah, I, I always you know, remember it, I, I close the bill at Pizza for Peas yeah. and be like, I need a red invoice. Yes. And it would take another 10 minutes for it to come out. And sometimes I would just stop requesting it because I, I was in a rush. But now yeah. that you guys have it, you know, yeah. I just give the slip and it sends to my email later. And yeah, yeah so what, I mean, there was obviously a, a need for that. That's mm. why you developed the product. Yeah. How, how did that product development uh, so you can kind of break it down. You know, delivery was was obviously a function of yeah. um, out, uh, external factors. But how did you guys I prioritize that in the whole product development roadmap? Yeah. And, and you know, the whole. But, breakdown. you know, the funny thing yeah. is sometimes um, some mm-hmm. they are accidental mm-hmm. products yeah, yeah. that turn out to be uh-huh. the one that is most loved. Yes. You hear yeah. a, lo- a lot about that in mm-hmm. the tech. Uh, in the tech world mm. so that e-invoice is one of mm. those products mm. for us mm. we were uh, in our tech team we mm. always wonder why is everyone so excited about this, this? Yeah. <laughs> because for us mm. it's actually amongst the easiest products yeah, yeah, that yeah. we build you know mm. and we we actually didn't really prioritize the the, the engineering resources toward mm. Uh, this product at all mm-hmm. but uh, it turned out to be mm-hmm. a very a big hit right mm-hmm. so uh, obvi- so the government uh, require you mm-hmm. it's mandatory that everyone need to go uh-huh. e-invoice oh, really oh yes, I did yes. not know that uh, oh. so by the end of January uh, oh. uh, November or something like oh. uh, you oh, have this year 2021 this, uh, uh, 2020 2020 okay so that's uh, it's mandatory uh, uh, otherwise you get some big fine okay. you know and uh, so okay so we have to replace the paper uh-huh. red invoice yeah. to uh, you know e-invoice mm-hmm. and there mm-hmm. are a bunch there are a few vendors uh, mm-hmm. out there like BKAV uh, mm-hmm. Vitel a few others that 
mm -hmm. providing this type of service. But um, so, you know, we just, mm -hmm. that, you know, the product is how do we go from paper to system? Mm -hmm. But uh, uh, the, the product development uh, philosophy from within our team kind of stay the same. So we, we have to kind of, well, we have to ask ourselves the questions, who are our users? Mm -hmm. What the user journey look like, mm -hmm. you know? So we have to examine everything from, you know, the operation partner mm -hmm. to the customer who need these invoices. Mm -hmm. And while doing that, you know, mm -hmm. we learn that, okay, where all the pain points happen, mm -hmm. you know? That, like, for example, when you request a red invoice, in the past you tell uh, the service partner in the restaurant that mm -hmm. you need a red invoice, mm -hmm. then you give them your information like mm -hmm. your name your uh, tax code your address things like that they go back to the you back know office. the back office and type it in mm -hmm. and most of the time those things mm -hmm. are uh, all the red invoices are wrong mm -hmm. yeah and then you look at your accounting your finance team mm -hmm. the stack of red invoices taller than me mm -hmm. things that they have to process wow. on a monthly basis so just so I get an idea I mean as a business owner I request them all the time so yeah. I, ima I imagine I'm a bit of an anomaly amongst all your customers though but out of every 100 checks, how many people are requesting red invoices? Generally speaking, at a place like four P's, uh, I don't have that don't statistic, have okay. but it's I very have, high, probably. yeah, it's very yeah, high. It's very I, high. Okay. I, I think that everyone, mm. even you know, we mm. here in Vietnam, we have personal tax code, mm. so you can issue oh. red invoice to yourself too. Not really? just doesn't need to be. How does that? I never knew about that. So as an, even if you don't, <laughs> I own a didn't company, know about that until you have I your tax code. You get a red invoice, and you can deduct your personal income taxes. I think so. Wow. Yes. Okay, that's a really nice tip <laughs> yes, of information yes. for you guys too. If you want to, I didn't know about your personal income tax until. I found That's a game changer. <laughs> yeah. That's a game changer. But anyway, yeah. you know, so back to this product here. So oh. once we identify who are our users and mm. what those journeys are, mm. you know, we literally build a product that deliver happiness to mm. all the users oh. in that ecosystem. Believe me, I'm very Not happy. just oh. going from paper to product, yes, you know, so... Hmm. Just since since launch, which is toward the end of October, mm -hmm. uh, we have issued over seventeen thousand red invoices, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, that is to the end of December. That's, that's a room full of paper. Oh my gosh! Yeah. You why, should why didn't see you guys there. do it earlier? Is there... <laughs> we were building delivery. Okay, we were okay, <laughs> yes, and uh, and uh, over eighty five percent of uh -huh. that is self uh, help. Self so, issue so, by the yeah, customer. So I, I was reading about that, but yeah. I haven't actually taken advantage of it yet. So I, I when I go to Pizza for Peas, I just I, I make these like little slips of paper. I give yeah. it to them, they keep it, and they just send it off. Mm. Self issue. I've actually never heard of this. Is yes. that common in Vietnam? No, we are the first. We are the first. Yes, and that's uh, oh. I shared earlier uh -huh. when a couple of my friends uh -huh. who were in the finance world mm -hmm. they reach out and they they were literally telling me mm. that you know they know this uh, this this war right. They mm. know about red in voices, accounting system, things mm. like that. So they often go around to see what people are doing you know, in the field and things like that. And yeah. they were wowed by this. You and guys, you guys, you guys should sell that. You know, is that, is that something we could we could buy from you guys? You should become a SaaS company. You know, sell it for like yes. two million a yes. month. And yes, you know, so uh, that's actually we got to talk about that later. Yeah. It's funny you said that because yeah. uh, you know some of our uh, mm. uh, so like Masuko San, you mm. know, and some other team members posted uh -huh. about. 
the launch of red invoice it, yeah. and people are like can we use this wow. <laughs> can we buy this yeah. so you know that's that's something like in yeah. the tech world you hear about instant product market fit and mm-hmm. you know the team just love that oh, wow. yeah so since then mm-hmm. we continue to kind of refine the product make it even mm-hmm. much more user friendly yeah. but definitely considering uh you know some sort mm-hmm. of like a SaaS model no, for that. I, I mean i love it yeah. because for me every time i request a red invoice i actually don't know if i get it because yeah. we, we have our accountant obviously has a, a record of all the red invoices we receive yeah but it's not like i'm checking it every day to yeah. see if it's updated on our side because mm-hmm. I mean, I imagine out of every 10 invoices I request, I mm. probably get nine of them. Yeah. And then I just forget what that 10th one is, unless it's a really big purchase. Yeah. So to have the self-issue one, it, you kind of build more, I guess, confidence in the customer that they're actually going to get their written invoice. Yeah. Because I feel like some restaurants or other places, they're like, oh, yeah, we'll take it. And then they just yeah. never give it to you. So there's some um, future a feature uh-huh. that we have in uh, in our planning mm. that would even make that management mm. experience for end users mm. even much so better, can, like, much check easier. Out all the history of Red Invoices. Exactly. Oh, wow. Lots of that. And is so. that. There's probably like a loyalty or membership program coming too, right? As part <laughs> of that? 10-year anniversary. Wow. <laughs> Be on the lookout for Holy that. Moly. Yes. Okay. So. When is the 10-year anniversary? Um, uh, May of 2021. Oh, wow. Yes. So okay. Okay, it's coming up very exciting. soon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah, I mean, that's another SaaS product right there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 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 I, there's a lot in place, yeah. uh, keeping us very busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I don't so know. A, a team of one. That's how, well, it was bigger, but then COVID obviously had now some reduction. Now it's around 15. 15 yes. Okay. Uh, so what does that team look like? Like um, engineers, designers, and, product team, uh, uh, engineering team, uh, and uh, infrastructure team. Mm. Yes, uh, and the, the one of the big reasons mm-hmm. that I uh, were excited to join the mm-hmm. podcast today was mm. so that because we are building a big team next year. You're hiring. <laughs> yes, yeah. and now that there's a lot of products that mm-hmm. stand for the innovation culture mm-hmm. for peace, yeah. you know, like we're not just saying it; we're doing mm-hmm. a lot of things, and mm-hmm. uh, I think that this is a chance for me to kind of put the words out there and uh, a big call for all the super talented Mm -hmm. people to join the four piece tech team that's great yeah so what kind of technologies are you guys using getting into the nitty-gritty a little bit what kind Mm. of engineers are they proficient in things like node.js are they developing in java or you know whatever yeah yeah we are using all sort of the the um uh, latest uh, Mm. tech stack you know like Mm. node.js it's definitely like the web framework you know mm-hmm. that has mm-hmm. the backbone of our web framework, yeah. but I think there's a um, we will be there's, this is a lot of um, something I call uh, uh, integrated system. Mm-hmm. So one of the um, if we look at 2020, the mm-hmm. vision for four piece technology team was to adapt mm-hmm. while laying the foundation for transformation. Mm-hmm. That was our vision statement for mm-hmm. the tech team, mm-hmm. uh, and then mm-hmm. in 2021. Yeah. Our vision is to become the number one customer-centric mm-hmm. company in Vietnam. Wow. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you think about customer-first type of company in Vietnam, mm-hmm. uh, there's not very many. Everyone can say that statement, you mm-hmm. know, but uh, I think there's only a few brands that stand out. So 4 P's as a brand mm-hmm. already have that reputation. Mm-hmm. So our job as a technology team is how do we strengthen that and make it 
become explosive, mm-hmm. right? Because tech is a scale engine. Mm-hmm. And so in 2021, we will do so by applying AI mm-hmm. to uh, all the consumer facing products because F&B by definition is a big data type of business. Mm-hmm. So we have a lot of opportunity in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, in addition to that, we will also bring internet of things to the table so mm-hmm. that we can automate as much as possible everything in our physical stores. Mm-hmm. That's the only way that we can scale up to a thousand restaurants. Wow, yes. a thousand restaurants, that's the goal. <laughs> yes, yeah. that's a goal, go everywhere. Okay. Um, so and- looking a little bit bigger picture, and this might not be your remit specifically, yeah. but I'm sure you have some uh, knowledge of the roadmap. Yeah. So 4P is 25 restaurants in, in Vietnam now, nationwide, mm. more to come. Um, yes. You guys also own a farm, from what I understand. Yes. Uh, you guys own distribution company, making yeah. cheese. Yeah. Um, do, do a lot of these technology efforts um, enable the company to go abroad too? I mean, things like the Red Invoice are very specific mm-hmm. to Vietnam. Yeah. Uh, how, how do these initiatives speed up the, the greater picture of expansion yeah. for you guys? Even if... Um so like the red invoice, mm. it might sound like it's very specific to Vietnam, mm. but if you think about it from, a, there's a book that I love, it's mm. called Platform Revolution, and mm. that's how we build things at 4P. Mm. We build it as a platform that then, no matter where we, even mm. we, we go to Ch- Japan yep. or the US or China, mm. these are the foundations that very easily you can spin out technology and, that yeah. localize yeah. and more of the a fit for that market. I'm, I'm really excited about the SaaS stuff. Yes. I think you can actually spin off into a pizza piece tech or something like that. <laughs> that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's um, of course, yeah. you know, on our board is very mm. amazing technology leaders mm. who build most successful SaaS products mm. in Vietnam. Mm. So we really and who are those people, if you uh, don't mind sharing? Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, uh, we have uh, Brian Pels, who mm-hmm. is the co-founder mm-hmm. and a former CEO of VNG mm. uh, on our board. Mm-hmm. So I actually report directly, okay. uh, work directly with uh, Brian yes, to yeah. build out everything tech at 4P. So mm-hmm. he was my one team member, oh, wow. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, from day one. Mm-hmm. And then uh, uh, we have uh, Mekong Capital mm-hmm. uh, board members. So of course, under Mekong uh, mm-hmm. portfolio, as you know, Tezazi mm-hmm. uh, Mobile World, oh, you yeah. know. Uh, so uh, we also have a lot of opportunities to uh-huh. kind of learn from uh, Mobile World yeah. Group uh, okay. in terms of, you know, technology, operation, mm-hmm. uh, employee incentives, things mm-hmm. like that how do we manage our retail mm. network the most effectively so mm. so yeah i think uh, for us we have a really strong solid uh, uh, team at the management executive level and also at the board level mm. so that's 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 really enable the company to go fast mm. you know fantastic yeah. Yeah, so so back to your question mm-hmm. about uh, everything we build at Four Ps. Mm-hmm. I we this is this work platform is at mm-hmm. sort of the core of everything we do. We mm-hmm. build this core component that can spin out a lot of different product, mm-hmm. and so in. Uh, take the red invoice product as an example in order to do that it's actually a communication level integration level that Mm -hmm. you have to connect the pos system the accounting system uh and um they uh you know you have to build a very Mm. real-time type of data warehouse Mm -hmm. that allow you to kind of build products like red invoice sitting on top of that Mm. and i'm Mm-hmm. I'm really confident mm-hmm. in saying we're the only one in Vietnam that can wow. do that. Okay. Yeah. So literally, you know, mm-hmm. our choices were like, do we kind of start from scratch, select mm-hmm. another POS, 
blah 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 mm-hmm. on that good stuff, right? But the differentiation here is that we focus on the communication layer. I feel like you guys are like an Amazon or something, you know, like a <laughs> next level company. This yes. is just the beginning of this. This is so far ten year journey of Pizza for Peas, and innovation is going to mark. It looks like the second decade of the company. Yeah. So. 20, by 2040, yeah. uh-huh. 100 million people have access to inner peace. Wow, that is our commitment. Okay, and that's the whole country of Vietnam. <laughs> well, We're we'll going everywhere. Yes, yeah, yeah. yes, yes. Okay. So, um, so that's our commitment. Mm. That is what everyone at Four Peace sort of rally behind, mm. and technology is a part of that whole mm-hmm. strategy. Oh, yes, fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Well, Kelly, <laughs> lots being shared today. I think biggest takeaways for me. Amazon of Vietnam <laughs> in a good way, mostly. Yes, yes. Uh, inner happiness, peace, smiling for happiness. Is mm-hmm. that what is it? The mission: smiling for peace. Make the world smile for peace. There we go. Yes. And I think um, you know Kelly being one of the leaders of Pizza for Peace is really driving that from an innovation technology point of view, and as as one of the few kind of uh, you know tech leaders really driving digital transformation at one of these you know more traditional industries. Super excited to see what the future of 4Ps lies ahead with uh, with Kelly at the helm for the tech team. So big takeaways, guys. Um, they're hiring. Uh, innovations <laughs> on the roadmap and lots of things happening for 4Ps. So be on the lookout for it. Um, again, Kelly, thank you for joining us on the show today. Uh, Vietnam Innovators, another episode with Kelly Tran, the Chief Innovation Officer and Chief Tech Officer of 4Ps. Thanks again. Thank you so much. It's been fun. Yeah, I hope I didn't mess anything up. No, no, no it's been perfect. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank yes. you, Kelly. You can also check out the video version of this podcast on our other platforms such as YouTube and Facebook. New episodes are out every week, so don't forget to subscribe to Viet Cetra's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube channel for more interesting content. Thanks for listening to another episode of Vietnam Innovators, brought to you by our partners, health tech startup GeoHealth. They're best known for their doctor-at-home services, but offer much more than that. If you haven't already, check out their mobile apps on the App Store and Google Play for more, or drop by for a visit to their new smart clinic at M Plaza in Ho Chi Minh City.